My name is Erin Weideman, and you are listening to Heroes for Her. This series features candid conversations with real women who strive to balance their professional acumen with their personal values. Join me as I interview positive female role models who are working hard, loving others, and inspiring the next generation of girls to serve their unique purpose. Hey, hey, everybody. Before we get started with today's episode, just wanted to wish everyone listening, moms, dads, and um, the people who are championing the cause of the next generation of girls, a very Merry Christmas. We hope you have a wonderful holiday season. This is our favorite time of year, so it's so nice to be with you. And just here with a couple quick updates and announcement on the Bible Bells front, we just got in our newest book, Abigail, The Bell of Bravery. It's the third book in our series, The Adventures of Rooney Cruz. And it got here a couple weeks ago. We are so pumped about this book. I don't know what it is about bravery that just gets me out of my chair and excited about what girls need and what we're all so committed to doing at Bible Bells. And everybody listening to this show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The quality of bravery is just something that's very close to my heart. I think it comes from just spending a lot of time with kids and watching them, you know, struggle to make the right decisions and be afraid to stand up and do the right thing. So our newest book, I'm so proud of it. It's definitely the one that I think is just closest to my heart so far that we've made. So Abigail, the Bell of Bravery is available now. I'm so excited. And for the Christmas season, we have bundled our first three books, Hannah, Esther, Abigail, in the Bible Bells, The Adventures of Rooney Cruz series, we've bundled them for Christmas. So you can get all books, one, two, and three, right on our website. So you can go to BibleBells.com slash bundle, B-U-N-D-L-E, and check it out there. We also have devotionals that accompany each book. They're seven-day devos that parents can do with their daughters. So super excited about that. If you are looking for a gift this holiday season and you want it to be a gift that means something, a gift that matters, head over to BibleBells.com slash bundle and check out the first three books in our series, The Adventures of Rooney Cruz, and give that little bell in your life the gifts of prayer, patience, and bravery. And now, on with the show. Welcome to today's episode of Heroes for Her. My guest today is Patty Garibay. Patty is the founder and executive director of the National Character Development Organization, an amazing group the American Heritage Girls. She was inspired by her time volunteering with the Girl Scouts and she founded AHG in 1995 as a faith-based interdenominational alternative. So it is just my honor and joy to welcome Patty to the show. Patty, thanks for being here. It's so good to be with you, Erin. Thank you. Awesome. So Patty, I know you and your husband, Pat, you've been married 37 years. You've got four kids, three daughters and a son, seven grandkids. Is the holiday time just a crazy time for your family? It, it truly is. And, and my hope and my prayer is to remember Advent and to just keep the nativity in my heart. And that's a struggle. And I, I think it is, I'm sure for all of your listeners, it's just a tough time to be focused on what we're supposed to be focused on. But it is a time that is of great joy and fun. And I can't wait for all those grandkids to come visit their grandma. And I can't believe I'm a grandma. But yeah, it's true. Is that what <laughs> happens to you? Like, do you host everybody at your house and you kind of have I all do. the family over? 
I do. And I love it. I actually do have both sides of the family I take care of, both my husband's and my own. And then of course, our own immediate family. And so it's a, it's a lot of people, a lot of cooking, but a lot of fun. So fun. And as I read your bio and just learned more about you, I love, I mean, you and I share a couple of different traits that are similar. So you're a trained teacher. You went to Ohio State University. And I don't know if you know this, Mount yeah. Lee, but I went to Penn State. So we're sort of rivals. <laughs> Yes, um, we are definitely rivals. But in like this year. a fun way, a fun light way. We were actually at the Penn State Ohio State game in State College this year. When wow. we I mean, it was everything you probably imagined that it was. Uh, yay! Good for you. Thank oh, that you. would be a dream come true. Yeah. Although you know, when we were students, we couldn't even afford the student tickets, so <laughs> we have never. My husband has gone to Ohio State games, but I have never been able to attend one. <laughs> oh, it's fun. I mean, we're we're a football family over here, but we love it. Yeah. So I, I read that and I was like, oh, Ohio State, and we're gonna have a lovely conversation today. <laughs> Um, but I know your background's in teaching. You majored in secondary education and French. And I love that because it's, you know, you you went the teaching route, but then also you're you're a language person like me. I majored in Spanish. Well, journalism oh. too, but Spanish as well. So we just share that foreign language passion, which I was excited to see. That is great. So during the time, you know, even though you're a trained teacher, there was a season of your life, you're a stay-at-home mom, you're raising your kids, and you served as a volunteer in a variety of capacities during that time. So will you just talk to us about your time as a volunteer during that season when you're home with your kids? Absolutely. And the season of being home with my kids, I never would exchange for anything. However, with that being said, it's tough sometimes, isn't it? It's it's hard to know really your identity and, and you need to strengthen your identity in Christ and know that you know, you are here for a season to be with the kiddos and to find ways for you to have a professional growth as, as well as your spiritual growth. And so for me, volunteering was a great outlet to still sharpen skills and to give back, give to others, even beyond my family. And it really made me the woman I am today. As I look at the tapestry of life, as we often do, I, I, I speak with to my husband about this a lot. When you take a tapestry from the front, it looks beautiful. It creates this lovely picture. But when you flip it over, it's full of knots and tangles and really it's not very pretty. And that's pretty much how I was looking at my life was why are all these knots and tangles here? And really, I, I want this perfect picture um, to be of my life. And and I had to go through a spiritual journey with the Lord to say, why am I doing this here and now? I was supposed to, you know, be a professional and be teaching, but yet I'm called to be with my kids. Father, help me. And so he opened so many doors through volunteering that really helped me not just to realize what the Lord had as far as his will for my life. And it was not going to be education, but rather it was going to be the founding of a ministry that would impact girls' lives for eternity. Now, that was not in my tapestry picture, but it was certainly part of those knots that were being tied on the back to create this beautiful picture. And I just hope your listeners, no matter where they are on their journey, um, as a mom, as a woman, that they realize that they are there for an appointment, for a reason, and to absolutely make the very best of it because the Lord has such a big picture for our lives that we can't see it and we aren't supposed to see it in total, but to trust Him and know that He wants what's best for us. Oh, and even as I just listened to you talk. You have such an encouraging attitude. I want to just, 
I want to stay here for just a second because I know, you know, you and your four siblings, you were raised by your father. He lived, you know, with a disability. And I just want you to, there was this quote that I, I read in sort of a longer story of you. And it was something that your dad said to you as just, it just is indicative of the kind of encouraging attitude that your dad had. And I'd love you to share a little bit about him and how he impacted you. But the the question that he asked was, why curse the darkness when you can light a candle? And that quote for me is really about, it's really about exactly what you're saying, purpose. God has this plan and this calling and these, you know, these plans for your life that you can step into. And would you just talk a little bit about, you know, your, the inspiration that co- that came from your dad and really what inspired you to start American Heritage Girls? Mm, oh, it is my pleasure to talk about that guy. My dad, my earthly dad was an amazing man. From my youngest memories, I cannot recall him standing upright and walking. So he was a disabled man my entire life. And You would never know it because he allowed his attitude to really affect his altitude. You would think he was a walking man because he cared about others more than he cared about his own disability. And um, towards his last years, when I was sharing many of the things that were occurring during my volunteer work, honestly, with the Girl Scouts, and I would tell him the difference sights and the signs that God was showing me in regards to the need for something new, he would always want to hear more about that. And I believe that he knew that God had a plan before I even knew God had a plan in regards to American Heritage Girls. He was a man that always was thinking of others. And I wanted to be that type of woman to always be thinking of others. And because he was disabled for so long, we eventually our family had to make the very difficult choice of finding a a place that could really care for him, where he could be really amongst equals rather than always having to ask his kiddos to do something for him. That was that was difficult. And he knew it was difficult for us, too, as kids to, you know, even if it put him on the bat, you know, in the bathroom or give him a shower or feed him. I mean, these this is how bad my father's multiple sclerosis was. And so although that at the time, again, the tapestry, bringing that back, the knots around that whole, why did I have to be raised by a disabled dad? And, and, and why, why was my mom having such a difficult time? And why was my home so angry and filled with shouting and dysfunction? Why, God, why? And then I realized it's to have a heart for all of those that have that type of upbringing. And so my dad saying, we can do better. Don't curse the darkness. Something new can come. God's gifted you with aptitudes and the ability to connect with people and a heart to want to serve. He's done that all your life, Patty. It's time for you to start something new. Now, I don't know if daddy nor I had any idea, Erin, that this idea of something good for my own third daughter would ever grow into something of a national or international scope. It it certainly was not in our minor dreams, but it was part of God's plan. And, And I believe my father was just that kind of encouraging guy that would say, rather than look what you can do. And so when you've got somebody like that in your life, it's hard to find excuses, right? It's it's only reasons to find reason to do things that are hard and difficult. And so I am so, so grateful to have been raised by my dad. 
I love that so much. Thank you for sharing about him too. I think just, you know, a lot of times, especially if you're dealing with something that's a real struggle, I mean, just as, you know, if that's your personal journey, like your dad, you know, he had to deal with this disability and he could have easily had sort of a negative attitude about it, but it sounds like he was so encouraging and just having that attitude of let's be that light for other people. Let's focus on serving and just the outward expression of love to other people. It's so wonderful to hear how that's impacted you. And I know the time you spent with the Girl Scouts, you know, and when you initially got involved with them to sort of why you felt called to start American Heritage Girls, I know there was sort of a, a tide that turned there. So would you just share, you know, the time that you were with the Girl Scouts, there you are, you're, you're building girls up in their life skills and you're training them in character and values and all of these positive things are going on. And initially, is that why you got involved? What was sort of the, the reason you got involved and then that shift that happened where you felt something different needed to happen? Absolutely. I I got involved with the Girl Scouts because I, like you, want to help girls be strong, but they have to be strong in their faith first. And so I had a moral dilemma. In 1993, after serving the Girl Scouts for many years as a troop leader for all three of my daughter's troops, as well as like a local delegate that would help to impact Girl Scout processes and decisions, or so I thought, as well as being what's called a troop organizer, starting new troops in my in the area of Cincinnati, Ohio, where I live. I was so dedicated because I was able to help girls become confident women but I use it as my ministry. So I was able to share my faith and also encourage girls not to only know who they are, but whose they are. And all of that sort of fell away when in 1993, the Girl Scouts made a decision to change the Girl Scout promise, allowing for girls to no longer having to make an oath to God. Therefore, they could make an oath to whatever they believed in. It could be a tree. It could be Wicca. It could be nothing at all. And that to me was a huge philosophical change from the origins of the founder, Juliet Gordon Lowe of the Girl Scouts. And we tried to make, I had a small group of other concerned moms and dads. We tried to make a change on the local and then the national level in regards to this big proposal change. And there was to no avail. The Girl Scouts agenda, although I was not recognized, I did not recognize it, had been going on for such a long time that there really was no way that myself and my group of friends were ever going to be able to change that missive. It had already been launched. And so what do we do? You know, rather than just, as my father said, curse of darkness, we lit a candle and thought that there could be a new organization that would use scout type principles and techniques and methods, but yet still keep God in the program and be able to use it as ministry. And now not only is American Heritage Girls God-centered, it is Christ-centered. It is open to girls of all faiths, but all of the volunteers and the mentors have to agree to a statement of faith, which says that they believe in the Lord and that they will mentor these girls in the ways of the Lord. And so for me, I, I, I am so blessed because I get to do all the fun things that is scouting and all the neat ways that that grew girls in confidence and life skills and leadership. 
but now with the beauty of the gospel all around it. And so this is way, way better than what I had ever experienced as a volunteer in the Girl Scouts. It's so neat that when, you know, when God gets involved and when it's God's plan, it is always greater and better than, than anything we ever planned. Um, Absolutely. I love the mission statement for AHG. So I'm going to read that for everybody. It's building women of integrity through service to God, family, community, and country. Patty, will you walk us through the program? So, and I know that first year probably looks a little different than what AHG is today, but will you walk us through the program? So if, if a girl joins the program, what can she expect? What are the goals? What sort of experiences are, is she going to have? Absolutely. Well, the girls have different what we call program levels, dependent on their age. But what's really cool about the American Heritage Girl Program, and it was created as a reason. For instance, my background in the Girl Scouts, I I had mentioned I I was a troop leader for three different troops. And that's because my girls were of three different program ages, you know, Brownie, Junior, and Cadet. In American Heritage Girls, we wanted the program to be very family-friendly, And we are charged with churches and private schools that also want family-friendly activities for their families within their congregation and within their communities. We thought, how cool would it be if an entire family of girls could go to one troop meeting one night a week and not have to worry about three or four different troop meetings, depending on how many girls you had? And so not only was that a cool principle for families, but it allowed our program to actually build upon itself, meaning a life skill can be learned at a very basic level for the younger girls called tender hearts and at a very more advanced level for the older girls called patriots. So, for instance, if you had three daughters, as I have, you would be able to have all three in the same troop, your older daughter actually teaching some of the skills that she's learned through American Heritage Girls to the younger girls, and the younger girls look up to those older girls, thus retaining in the program longer because they want to be that girl one day. So that's the basic concept of what we're trying to to teach through the HG program. But there are actually six program emphases that help girls to grow into strong women of faith. And those six program emphases include um, life skills, which are badges, as you, you probably are aware of, badges. And then there's also girl leadership opportunities. There's also service opportunities where the girls learn to give of themselves. We truly believe that when we give of ourselves, we're able to learn what kind of passions the Lord has planted in our hearts for us to be able to do good things in the future on his behalf. And so also a a very big important part is building teamwork and confidence. And we do that, we feel best through the outdoors. So camping and hiking and just learning to live in the wilderness and become self-reliant to the degree that we're able to take care of ourselves and be confident in that. We also think it's very important that girls develop spiritually and that they work alongside their parents and the church to really strengthen their relationship with Christ. Our goal is for American Heritage Girls to help take faith off the shelf from just being a Sunday activity, but to be lifestyle evangelism, where every day a girl understands that her relationship with Christ is important to everything she does, whether it's picking a friend at school or deciding what thing I should do this weekend. 
the Lord isn't something we call on only when we're in need, but always. And so uh, we really are prayerful that the girls will understand who they are in Christ and that their image is all about him. Well, I love that so much for many different reasons, but the one that I think just tugs at my heart a little bit is the one that the aspect of it being family driven and family encouraged for all participation. So, I mean, as somebody who grew up and went to a church school combo, but my home life was very separate from all of the things we learned from a faith standpoint. I mean, I know there's so many parents out there who, and and we do this, right? And this is sort of how it's been in the past where, you know, you take your kids to youth group or you drop them off yes. at Sunday school and you, you know, you, you may be on a level expect the church to sort of grab the reins of their spiritual journey and, and what's going to drive them forward in their relationship with the Lord. But ultimately, as parents, and I know this rings true for so many of our listeners, we need to to know that we are the the drivers of that in our family. And it's going to happen through prayer and encouraging the family as a whole to take on some of these opportunities, to go and volunteer together, to go become a part of a troop like this together, to, to step into it in different roles, but as part of the family unit. So that just speaks to me and all the buzzwords of life skills and being outside and building confidence for my own daughter. Like these are all the things you just want them to know and grow so deeply so that it just becomes part of who they are because it's it's who God made them to be. That's right. And then it's not a separate learning. It's an undergirding of what you're trying to teach them anyway. And so when you're doing all of these things, it sh- suddenly shows that faith is very, very relevant. <laughs> it's not just for Sunday. And what also is such a cool blessing, Erin, that we never anticipated is how this has blessed the adult volunteers, the family members, as you say, when they come into an organization like American Heritage Girls with other like-minded families, it becomes this really cool small group, so to speak. Actually, they can be pretty large groups too. Some of our troops are as big as 100 girls, which is so, so big. But we have also a boys organization that we didn't know that this was part of God's plan either, that we would help to start something. And that is Trail Life USA. They are built very much like the American Heritage Girl example. And they come alongside churches and private schools as well. And so when we meet on the same nights, it becomes like a family night for ministry, doing these great activities, serving others, learning about our country and learning about service and just about life skills as well. So when you have everybody coming in, it's really cool. Mom and dad are there volunteering. The kids are learning. And it's it's really something what happens. So awesome. So, and I know, you know, that first year when you started, it was, you know, it it was so different than what American (laughs) Heritage Girls and Trail Life looks like today. Talk a little bit about that first year and then all the way up to present day. Like how has the program grown and expanded? What sort of impact have you seen it have on families, kids, troopley? I mean, everybody just, will you talk a little bit about just the, the journey that you've taken for over the last 20 years? Wow, it's 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 hard to even articulate honestly what the last two decades have been like in that the Lord has been so faithful. And you know, I can't help but be emotional when I talk about it. It is so amazing how much he loves us and how much he loves kids. I believe he wants absolutely the best for each and every one of his children and 
he has blessed American Heritage Clothes incredibly. And it hasn't come in the ways that you might think. You know, <laughs> you, you've started your own ministry, Aaron, and you know, we, we need money when we do that. And American Heritage Clothes never had a dime and no capital investor came in and, and showered us with angel money or anything like that. But rather the Lord brought us resource in other ways. And that was through his people. And one thing I think I would encourage anybody that's starting a ministry that they feel that the Lord has called them to is to know that every door that is opened, you truly need to at least walk through after prayer because the Lord has these kinds of resources available to you in the most strange way sometimes that you would say, why am I here? And why am I doing this? And seeing that maybe there's no fruit you think at the time from what you're experiencing, but he may bring it later. And so I have on my desk, my life verse, be still and know that I am God. For a person like me, who's like, let's get it done. Let's, you know, I have no patience. Let's move, move, move. The Lord has taught me I have to have patience and wait on Him. When we fill that void ourselves with our own abilities and aptitudes rather than waiting for the Lord to bring and fill up that space with what He can offer, we are shortchanging whatever ministry or work that we are wanting to do for Him. And so I've learned go through every open door that the Lord has opened for you, knowing that it's of Him. Make sure that you give the space for the Lord. Don't try to do it all. Let the, the Father fill in that space. And it's don't wait till you're at the end of the rope to ask for the Lord's help. He needs to be alongside you at every point. So when we started AHG the first year, we had 10 troops and 100 girls. Whoa, I thought that was huge. I was couldn't believe 10 different troops in my area would say, you know, we're no longer going to go with the Girl Scouts. We're going to go with this crazy lady with an untried, untrue program. But we trust her because we know her intent and motivation is, is of the Lord. And then 20 years later, over a thousand troops in every state and international countries. That's not something a secondary education teacher in French could possibly do, right? So that's where there's lots of space for the Lord in our ministry. And he has done such miraculous things. To think about partners such as Bible Bells or one of my favorites, Johnny and Friends, or my family talk and having a personal friendship with my dreamy mentor, Dr. D James Dobson, as my personal friend. So awesome. That's crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Who would have ever dreamt that? I mean, he helped raise my kids through the radio. And then to actually say, he's my friend now. Awesome. That's God's stuff. And so I can't even begin to tell you, Aaron, what, what the Lord has done on this journey. But he has made a difference in the lives of his people through it. And it has been an excellent conduit for families to that maybe have left the church, that maybe have backslid a bit. Maybe, you know, it takes sometimes our kids to make us get right again. And I've seen that time and time again, that through the HG family, families are being brought in and righted, so to speak, to get back onto their journey with the Lord, raising their kids in the way they should be brought up, and just really knowing that they are doing what the Lord would want them to do. And there's no better feeling than being 
right in the apple of his eye. Oh, it's so good. It's so well put. As the program grows and expands and touches more lives, what's on the horizon for this coming year for American Heritage Girls? Well, there is so much. We are we are so thrilled. Actually, today we got our final numbers that American Heritage Girls across the nation packed 24,489 boxes for Operation Christmas Child. Wow. Now that is a lot of kiddos that are going to learn about Jesus mm-hmm. because of American Heritage Girls taking on that very important service project. So for us, that's a big deal. And and one of our leaders was then chosen to go on what they call a vision trip to Ecuador to be able to see these boxes distributed to the children. And so that's going to be exciting for our AHG family across the nation to be able to watch this leader and our program manager go to Ecuador and what that will be like to see the children open the boxes and not only receive the gift of the box, but then the discipleship program that follows. So that's a very exciting thing we're looking forward to this year. In addition, we are again working with Growing Leaders, which is run by Dr. Tim Elmore, who was the youth pastor under the director directorship of Dr. John Maxwell, who we all know as a quite the leadership guru for adults. Well, Dr. Tim Elmore is that for youth. And American Heritage Girls partners with Growing Leaders to bring leadership training to girls in our troops. So it's very exciting to see how growing leaders in HG are going to work together to bring up a generation of girl leaders who love the Lord, who love their family, who want to serve in their community, and who care about their country. So the sky's the limit with the potential there. In addition, American Heritage Girls is looking at a lot of new program initiatives and new partnerships, and we are excited about Bible Bells and all that we're going to be able to do around helping girls to understand that those stories in the Bible aren't just for then, but they are for now, and that they are part of today's legacy for Christian history. So there's so much going on. It just blows my mind to think of all the different activities. Every troop is doing something different from the next troop in that they're impacting their communities in the way that their community needs to be impacted. And so American Heritage Girls allows for lots of unique opportunities for every troop to be able to encourage. And there's nothing like camp. And, you know, already it's we're heading into January and the our leaders are starting to prepare for summer camp expeditions and activities and we're we're really excited about seeing what they're doing american heritage girls also offers training and we've been touring all across the country looking forward to meeting you personally very soon as we have a equip live training in the california area as well as michigan and we've just done dallas and north carolina and florida and we're going all over the place yeah i was gonna say it doesn't sound like you have anything going on (laughs) no not at all but this is this is good because we want our adult leaders to be able to be fed and prepared and equipped to be able to do their important work we we consider american heritage girls volunteers to actually own sacred keys their role is important And it's important that they know how to do it well. So that's why we're investing in these equip trainings too. Well, it's absolutely amazing to have you on to just explain more about the program. But, you know, our listenership consists of parents who want just that. They want to inspire their kids. They want to impact them in positive ways. They want to to fill them with 
boldness and confidence to step into all that God has for them. And it's just, it's such an honor to talk to you and to hear more about how it started and where it's going and how God has, is using this vehicle to impact the next generation of kids so profoundly. I cannot believe we're out of time. This wow. happens every time. But we, so before we wrap up, we're going to do, so we have something at the end of the episode called the scoop. It's three rapid fire questions. And then I'll close this out and we'll let everybody know where they can find out more about AHG and you and everything that's going on. So the scoop first, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Three quick questions. First question. Obviously this podcast is called heroes for her. We love heroes. So when you were a little girl, who was your hero? Now my hero would have been I was not a I, I was not a, a Bible reading Christ follower as a child so I would say Florence Nightingale. Oh, I like that. Very mm-hmm. cool. Second question. What is one piece of advice that you've heard that touched your life in a powerful way? To be yourself, to be authentic. I think that is the most important thing we can do. And to be anything else but yourself will never, ever allow you to be all that God wants you to be. So you must be yourself. Third question. If you could have a secret superpower, what would it be? Oh, it would be to have this magnetic attraction to Jesus always. That there would never be a time where there would be a separation between he and I. That it would always be magnetic. I love that. Patty, how can people find out more about American Heritage Girls if they want to join, find out about all of the amazing work you're doing, follow you? Where is the best place for people to find you? I'd have to say the web, right? AmericanHeritageGirls.org is the best way to do that. and Or do a Google search and you'll find lots of stuff about, about AHG, good work that the Lord has allowed us to do. Awesome. Patty, thank you so much for being here and God bless you. God bless you. It's okay. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed our conversation, please be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. If you have any questions, thoughts about the episode, or ideas about how we can come together and support our girls, we would absolutely love to hear from you. You can email us at hello at biblebells.com. Just let